when I went to junior high, I thought jogging pants were the most comfortable pants and I did not understand why anybody would not wear jogging pants. What my dad was fully aware of that I was not at the time was I would soon begin to get erections. Uh, <laughs> was that the reason? That's and, awesome. uh, and I'm sure he, he realized that, uh, that young Crofton heading out to, to junior high – uh, well, he thinks right now that jogging pants are the most comfortable pants when he starts getting, you know, made fun of for having a giant boner in class, <laughs> uh, then he would appreciate being forced to wear jeans instead. I so, did not see that coming. Eye cancer. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the show where three gentlemen get together. We examine a topic of the day and come up with an interesting and amazing verdict for each of these topics. Uh, with me today, as always, Bo Schwartz. Hello, how Crofton. Doing, Bo? How are you doing? And howdy doody to the listeners. And Michael Hodgins. Hello. I like how Bo gave the, the, the direct shout out to the listeners because it's not... It's not just you, Crofton, and me. Yeah, we got to say hello to the people listening as well. I think. Yeah, let's hope there's there's listeners. There are, and, and <laughs> perhaps viewers. That's viewers. right. We are broadcasting live on our website. If you go to gbbpodcast.com/slash/livestream, uh, you can join in on the fun uh, in our chat so room I- and watch us do our thing. There could be people watching you eye roll right now. <laughs> they would have seen it. Yeah, yeah it's a heightened good, bad, or bullshit experience. You get to see all the cynicism and beauty of uh, the podcast hosts. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I think it's I think it's cool, but it's going to take a while for us to get it get it out there. Um, uh, essentially, live stream for anyone who doesn't know is 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 actually us us recording live blemishes and all uh, pre Bose cleanup and adding of. Music and nice sound effects that happens uh, happens down the road. But if if you're interested in seeing that and uh, seeing candid discussion, well, the, the live stream is a good spot to uh, to go, and you can access that on the gbbpodcast.com page. So, fellas, do we want to jump right in there with the old random topic generator? I yeah. think we should get right to it. We've been running long lately, and you know, let's uh, let's see if we can focus. Yeah, we'll all right, get ahead. into it. Okay, here we go. Having a hard time getting it started over there, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fumes. <coughs> oh. Oh. Okay, the um, topic today is atheism. Okay. Atheism. Oh. What is atheism? I like one way to define it. Atheism is believing that there's no God. Is that is that pretty much it? I guess in, in very, that's it. There's not a big complicated. It's just no God. Is it is it an aversion to religious beliefs? Like, uh, well, yeah, I think in principle it it has to be an aversion like, to to if you believe strongly that there is no God. Um, uh, yeah, you, you yeah, not which atheists do. Then you have to um, 
you, you couldn't I, I feel like you have to have an aversion to religion because its whole premise is there is a god and we should obey that god or a higher power is, are there religions that don't have gods I don't think so right y- yes yeah, well, there there's are spirituality and stuff right like some sort no, of no but there's actual full on religions like Buddhism doesn't have a god yeah so if there's no god or pantheon of gods um, atheists would still have an aversion to this organized spirituality as well no I don't I don't think that that's true I think that uh, but doesn't I it, think that I think that atheists believe that there is no God. And so if there was a religion like Buddhism, say, and this is kind of like, because um, in some Buddhist sort of sects, they sort of worship the Buddha. And so he's kind of become a deity. Uh, but I think traditionally it's more of a philosophy or way of life. So if you're an atheist and you said, I believe that there's no God, and then a Buddhist was like, we just think there's a way to get enlightened, then they they wouldn't be like, oh, you need to stop that. <laughs> they would say okay yeah whatever it's more like you know there's christians say who are like jesus is god he died for sins and that's how we go to heaven and this is all true and an atheist is like no there is no god and it's when you die you're dead that's it yeah so i take it you're an atheist no you're not how's how's uh, how's atheism related to agnosticism what's what's the i'm an agnostic I kind of played with this for a while um, and uh, where I was like – I often will tell people I'm an atheist because I feel like it has more bang for your buck when you say it. <laughs> you oh, know? just to be controversial? Yeah. Well, it's sort of like – for a while I heard this argument where <clears> – <throat> because I had always considered myself more of an agnostic. And an agnostic is just someone who's like, look, you can't know. You can't You can't know there's no God and you can't know there is a God. So the – uh, and this this is where I stand now. I'm 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 agnostic. So you can't there's 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 no proof that there is God. There just isn't. And but yet there are many many things in the universe which we do not know. So I think it's presumptuous and and, and arrogant to say that you know that there is no God. I'm like I don't I don't know that to be true. Um, I suspect that there is no God, but I don't know it. So I'm, I think it's arrogant and you know obnoxious to go around telling people I know the truth. Because I don't, um, I have opinions, but and so I think it would be just as obnoxious as I find, you know, religious people who might berate me for not seeing the light or whatever. If I were to do the same to them, so that's why I feel like the only, the only like reasonable place to be for, to, in my opinion, for a thinking person is agnosticism. See, uh, uh, one of the big saying like humorous quotes about atheists is uh, uh, or agnostics is an agnostic is an atheist with no balls right the the idea being the idea being that like an agnostic is somebody who wants to be an atheist but isn't really fully committed to going the whole way and saying like you know what there's there's no proof of this therefore you know it it doesn't exist the problem the problem with i consider myself an atheist full on and uh, the pro the problem with with agnosticism and in or in in my mind is that you can sort of say that about almost anything, right? You can say uh, you can say like you can't prove you can't prove without a shadow of a doubt that there is no Santa Claus, so therefore Santa Claus perhaps exists, right? Um, mm, and uh, I would that maybe. It, uh, well, you go go right no, ahead. More you, like you're saying that Santa Claus might may exist. We just can't prove it. Is that? No, I'm saying right. Santa Claus doesn't exist. 
Yeah, it, it d- doesn't exist. Just as I'm saying, God, God, or gods do not do not exist either. And I'll tell you something, um, because atheists, especially in the in and <clears throat> in, in focusing on atheism and not necessarily agnosticism, um, the uh, atheists have a rough rough road, especially in the United States right now, where you know saying you're atheist is pretty much saying like you're a, a, a murdering homosexual. Uh, like it's like the, it's like the worst thing well, that you could be it, in, certain, in, in in the south. In, yeah, in certain parts of the states. In, no, in, no, in I know Crofton. I know what Crofton's referring to, and there was a study done where they asked Americans, um, you know, would you vote for a Christian uh, president? And of course, you know, like ninety eight percent said yes, they'd vote for. a Christian president, and then they asked him, "Would you vote for a Jewish or a Catholic president?" And then it went down in the seventy-five percent said they would, and then and they said, "Would you vote for which president?" And it went down to like fifty percent said, "Would you vote for an Islamic president?" And it dropped yet again. But when they said, "Would you vote for an atheist president?" It was like dude, like five percent or something of Americans said they would. It is well, well, like I mean, it's just an assumption there that yes, you need to be religious and you can't trust someone who's not religious. You think those numbers would be equally reflective in Canada? Like in Canada, we like to think we're always like uh, above I, anything stupid like that. I but I'm like, they, I'm pretty sure that would be the case here too. I think they'd be slightly different here, but I think they, I think they'd be similar. But I think that we're more secular, I think, than the states is by and large. Um, Maybe, but. Um, but yeah, for, but, but to Crofton's point, that yes, atheists do have a kind of bad rap. Though, although saying you know saying that, it's also we live in a secular state, so really, you know, the kind of we sort of you know we don't live in a theocracy, right? So we kind of if you're if you're a secularist, which with which atheists are. The state really is the structure of the state actually is in favor of your worldview. So people say that. And, and I would agree with it that, you, you know, in a lot of places you look down on if you're an atheist. But really, you know, everything's kind of structured around that because it's the only fair way to approach things like multiple religions, which you disagree. Is a sec- You have a secular state and then you can have your religions on the side. But really, you know, if you're an atheist, it also is just works for you. Yeah, so we're tolerated. The one, the one thing uh, I and and I came to this just just recently uh, with atheism because atheism is is uh, a brutally hard thing to believe in and and I'll tell you, um, uh, you know, as I mentioned a couple of episodes on the show, my recently my father passed away and and I was present when he passed. I had never seen somebody pass on or. A, you know, a, a dead person. Period. Uh, in my life before, um, and uh, and yeah, no, it really sort of got to me, and it really made me sort of think about about what's next. And I'll be honest, the past uh, past few days, in particular, um, moving past the grief and stuff, uh, I have legitimately thought about it and said, okay, you know, what would happen if I died? Uh, tomorrow and the reality is I think like I used to as a kid think that death meant just being like asleep all the time right like being being um being uh unconscious and asleep all the time and that was an okay thought to me because I like to sleep but uh but but <laughs> coming coming to the terms with the idea that there is nothing and you will completely stop existing altogether is legitimately to me 
terrifying. And and people say, oh, you know, when you get older and all this, and you're infirm and all this, you may you may welcome it. I cannot even imagine ever welcoming it. And that's that's just because there's there's nothing there's nothing. I would just stop existing. So so believing in a religion uh, or believing in God uh, seems seems to me to be a, a uh, an option that is that is definitely holds more appeal and is an either easier sales job. I really wish, in many ways, that I did because honestly, it would take uh, uh, it would eliminate this sort of gnawing fear that I've had the past few days, which I'm sure will go away as the distance between my father's death, you know, uh, grows and all this. But in in the short term, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. That, of course, death is only one aspect of. Uh, uh, of religion and and, and uh, atheism and, and that sort of thing, but it definitely makes me think more of atheists who live their lives every day, thinking, you know, this is it. Yeah, like um, you've got your more daily religious sort of belief, like uh, you know, good or bad events befalling you, or perhaps penance for your actions, you know, that kind of thing. And then you sort of approach the bigger questions, like life after death and the meaning of it all, and you know, all that kind of stuff, and. Sometimes you can start taking it more seriously when you're faced with um, greater trials in life, I suppose. Um, but for me, I think that – so I start this whole sort of thing with the sense that um, ev- or absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. I guess if that doesn't – if that makes sense here, like just because – you know, of absence. I, yeah, just because yep. I don't, I don't see God. I, like I have no evidence to suggest that there are God or any of the gods out there, or that any spiritual or religious beliefs not based on actual things that, that can be replicated. You can't actually say, well, they don't exist, because you also do not have. Um, just because you don't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Uh, I've never seen an atom in my life, but I believe in them because uh, reputable scientists have been able to replicate and. Uh, you know, studies and experiments that suggest that there is an underlying structure to uh, how matter functions. And and so I believe in it because of this body of work that suggests it. But I've never seen one. And so there is an element of belief even in science. If I'm not firsthand, you know, saying, I want to confirm if this science, uh, the science that exists actually works for myself. And it, see, it might seem silly to say a thing like that, but I th- actually think there's I actually wish I was more like that, that I'd actually want to be like, I think I want to experience firsthand why and how these things work so I can know it in my mind. I just take people's word for it, no different than religion. But um, so I I think I'm sort of with you on the uh, agnostic front, but I I don't like – I'm more in the atheism bracket where I just – I don't like suggesting, well, there is something because it's just actually just – for me, it's just unknown – um, I kind of like I kind of like the idea of atheism. It also feels a bit rock and roll. I got to admit, um, I was exposed to atheism early lo- early on, I'm, and I'm not sure where it comes from. But I know um, I know my mother would suggest sometimes, even at an early age for me, that there was no God, and that um, you know when we die, the only place we go is uh, six feet under the ground, and that's just how it is. And I know um, um, you know in my parents' marriage, my father was you know. <laughs> He had a sense that he believed in God and still does, but um, he doesn't actually exercise any of the tenets of religion, and it was never a part of my life. So uh, it's just a lot more convenient to not believe in God <laughs> and a lot more rock and roll. It's more badass to be like, yeah, you know that big parent in the sky that punishes you for doing wicked things? Yeah, he's an asshole. It doesn't exist. <laughs> well, so like to a young yeah. mind, it's more appealing, I think, to 
be there. And then as I formed into an adult, uh, you know, as I formed into an adult, I feel that, um, you know, I, I, I'm open to believing anything if somebody can show it to me. And if it can't be shown, then I'm not going to waste time with yeah, and that's, it. Yeah, and I feel like that's, again, the case for agnosticism. And, and Crofton, you, you made the, the anecdote about yeah, the, the, the agnostics or atheists without conviction or balls, as you say. Um, and, and yeah, I've heard that too, but I, I really think that it's, the, it's really the balanced place. Um, which is why I kind of moved away from atheism. Which, which, because, because if if your belief, if if what it comes down to is you believe that there's no God, and I think I should be clear here in that what I always tell people is that I'm an agnostic and I lean heavily atheist. Like I really think that's true, but that's just my opinion, right? Uh, once it moves beyond that, and I'm like, no, I strongly believe it is truth. Well, then uh, it's just a faith. It's just faith. I have faith that there's no God. And that's no different than anyone having faith that there is God. So I feel like atheism is a bit weak there. And I think that um, people like Richard Dawkins and other strong atheists, who I really actually admire <laughs> because they're just like sick of putting up with the nonsense of organized religion. Um, I, but they're a bit too hard and they come off sounding like zealots who are just of an atheistic bent. And I feel like really the the rational balance places to be like look you know uh the evidence suggests there probably isn't a god but you know there's a lot of unknowns in the universe maybe it's some other form i certainly think that any of the of the big religions uh, th- th- their their stories are just so unconvincing i don't understand how anyone can can buy them i feel like if if there is a god that exists it certainly isn't in the forms of any of the the big three monotheistic religions or some of the or some of the other major religions it just seems so illogical and irrational i don't understand you know to me atheism is a much more logical place than that but that really like i was like you know socrates said you know i know um i know nothing uh wait <laughs> the only thing i know is that i know nothing uh, and I think that there's a lot of wisdom in that to know that, like, really, we're just looking at the universe through this lens of being a human being. <clears throat> and um, there's so much we can't know. So why, you know, make these broad uh, presumptions on on this is this is the truth? Like, we don't know. We don't know that well, it's yeah. That something's true. And I think and, and Crawford, I'm sure you want to have a go here. I'm kind of cutting in. But um, I get the sense that when I look at religion, there are when I look at people um, there, people uh, vary, and they vary in their capacity for thought. They vary, vary in their capacity for strength. And most societies also, I don't know, I feel like there are, for a number of reasons, uh, religious religion and the ideas behind religion capture this, this, this very great, th- unique thing that humans have, which is imagination, and it captures it. And it mold it can mold a society in a particular direction. It can provide comfort. It it serves a lot, and it makes me feel that it's you know, it it is developed and propagated by, you know, at some at some. I don't want to make it a big conspiracy thing because I don't think it's actually by evil people trying to control the the, the herd, so to speak. But I really feel that <clears throat> organized religion. Its main purpose is social engineering. It's you know it, it, it is to you know to increase the mental health, the spiritual health of of a populace because I don't really see its benefit otherwise. Um, and I think maybe in a time where we didn't have as much science or science wasn't as widely known, it, providing explanations for things made a lot more sense. But in today's day and age, it seems so. It's so brittle. It's so well, storybook I, time but uh, to my just, mind. 
just jumping in here, uh, organized religion is a total other topic. And, and I think yes. that we're going to have our crack at that in the randomizer. And agnosticism is as well. And, and the only reason I brought it up at the, off the top was because I wanted to draw that, that line because, um, uh, in, in terms of defining what atheism, atheism is and what it isn't. And it is, it is a conviction. It is a conviction in, in a way. And Mike talked about people who propagate that conviction. As soon as you're espousing anything loudly, you run the risk of coming off of, as a zealot. Um, and, and that's, that's just the way it is with everything. Um, I, I, my concern about the way that, that Mike, you're framing, you're framing agnosticism is the only one true, the, the one true answer here is, Not is that rational, no, no, but the only one rational, rational answer where I would, I would argue that atheism is that, is that one true rational answer. But if you, if you fall on the fence and say one of these is the one true rational answer, like agnosticism, then that means that atheism has to be treated in the same way as you would treat Christianity, as you would treat Buddhism, it, as just another belief, uh, just another belief system. Um, well, well, it, and, well, it is. And, and it goes, it, that's the thing about atheism. And, and I've, I've flip-flopped on this because I've been a hard atheist for like a while and I've just changed this a bit. And I think that it is, it goes against the kind of, um, it's, it's sort of not even that scientific in that it's kind of like, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that atheism is true. And I, I tend to believe that, but I, I acknowledge that it's a belief. And I feel like that distinction needs to be made. So what um, evidence so is there to suggest that it's not true? Like I don't yeah, under I don't understand. You can do that with a, absolutely anything. Well, exactly. That's the point. And when you when you realize that, you're like, well, I got to be obnox uh, uh, agnostic because it, once you realize that that's true, yeah, there's no evidence to say that atheism isn't true. That's the same argument for religion, uh, and that's why when you're trying when you, basically when you're trying to say I know the truth. Um, that's an extremely broad statement, and the thing is, there's so much left to discover that that to say that you've that you've oh I nailed it I know the truth now uh, it's it's just it's it's arrogant and and I feel like and I feel like though I strongly believe that at some point there might be evidence that suggests atheism is actually true I don't think we have that now because there are questions about you know what happened before the big bang what's the full nature of the universe there's just things we don't know I mean and as I made clear I think the current organized religions don't you know they're 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 certainly not a convincing story there but I just don't think that there's if if you're if you're looking at evidence based and trying to take a scientific rational view to that you need to see evidence and there's just a few holes um so but so like, so I just feel like if you're going for purely rational um and and really trying to take into account everything, I feel like you have to land on agnosticism. And I know I'm being like, oh yeah, that's the way to be, and that's kind of similar to saying what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, no, that's that's that is sort of what you're you're saying. It's the only rational way to come down on it. What I'm saying, like, is pretty but, much but the keep, opposite. Keep in mind what agnosticism is, which is I don't know. That's all it is, yeah, and I feel like but that's it's not okay the to, only. You know, it's okay to not know something, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. But, but again, I think it's fence. I, I, I think it's fence sitting in a, to a certain extent, and and, uh, and if that's if like when it comes to atheism, I just think really what atheism is saying is that there there is there isn't a god. That that that's it. Really, there's there there isn't a god, and and to say um to to like it, it's the same as 
is is that Santa Claus analogy I made at the, off the top? Any anything when I say you can do that with anything w- with regards to agnosticism, you can say, "Hey, um, you know, you have no evidence to show me to 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 prove that you know this exists." But there's always a slight possibility it might exist, so we have to we have to you know sit on the fence. And at one point, you have to make, you have to be like, okay, you know, yeah, maybe you could be proven you could be proven wrong. But for the most part, you have to you have to take a stand in, in what you think. But and for I, me, yeah, I, I, I think that. that there's there's an abundance of evidence to explain. Uh, evolution, where we have where we have come from as humans, uh, how things how you know how things have happened. Yeah, of course, uh, from the beginning uh, beginning of universe, beginning of time, uh, there there's probably all sorts of mysteries we have yet to discover. But there's nothing that that in there is literally zero evidence that says that 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 there's any there's any grand creator or or yeah, God. I, I want hun- I 100% agree with that, Croft, and everything you just said. I think there's tons of evidence about, uh, you know, evolution um, and the, the even to, even the basically the origins of the universe to the Big Bang. But then, but then the issue becomes, well, what so what happened before then? And we don't know. Like that's that's the bottom line. I don't think that there's God who made it happen. There's probably some other explanation, but we don't know it yet. And I mean, wouldn't it be a, wouldn't it be so annoying if then if you found out somehow if you happen to say like, oh yeah, there was a God. Oh, but it's more like, but also the argument about the whole like you gotta you gotta make a you you, you gotta choose which side you're on. I feel like that's kind of that's you know I don't think that's really fair to say to someone because I think that it's that it's a totally rational logical place to be to just say like look I mean which is my my point of view is I th- I think atheism is true but I don't know it to be so I'm just gonna say like yeah you know what I don't know and I'm just gonna leave it but, at that I'm like no I agree I agree with that that that's fair what's unfair is then to say it's the only rational choice. Well, no, not. but I think if you're talking about if you're talking about rational versus belief, because atheism require, requires a leap of faith, and I think that if you're talking about as soon as you as soon as you're entering into the territory of leap of faith, where you say like, okay, there's unanswered questions about the origin of the universe, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a leap of faith and say atheism that's what it is. What you're doing is taking a leap of faith, and agnosticism I refuse to do that um, because I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna just. It's 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 skepticism at its base leads you to agnosticism. If you remain skeptical, you have to be skeptical of atheism too. Uh, and as I'm heavily skeptical of religion. Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying. Where I find agnosticism is a leap of faith. I think it's it's believe it it is not willing to rule out the, the, that there is some sort of mystical unproven force out there and and for me i'm you know i clearly am i'm willing to rule that out i, I, uh, I think so. in both cases that's probably the case though crofton like if if you're saying well we're not going to rule out the existence of a quote higher power or you know other universe uh, of spiritual belief or you know that kind of thing you know if you're not willing to have the balls to say nope there just isn't any but you also have the balls to actually just say nope there's no god based on like it's both kind of based on nothing as much as religion is based on nothing <laughs> like you know i think it's it presents you with the philosoph you know you have a philosophical outlook on how you're going to choose to process um the information that we're presented with from birth but let's be clear here god and and religion and God is a human construct, right? This is no. There's no evidence, like to not to, uh, not, 
Like I animals agree. don't go <laughs> don't go around, you know, necessarily worshiping de- deities no, or whatever. That's that that's something that we do, mm-hmm. and we've created created this. So to get to to get to a point where we're like, oh yeah, well you guys, you know, you can't prove that it's not true. I I just like I get I, I think, get frustrated I think the with of- that because I I will never. The burden of proof, the burden is, of proof is, is on, on the, the religious. Yes, uh, is uh, is on the uh, and, and I understand Mike's point in in wanting to keep your options open uh, because you know the, there's an unimaginable amount of total information in the universe and in history. But if you if you do that, the problem is is that we will never know everything about everything. The humans will never know everything about everything. It's just that's just how it's going to be. Uh, and that's there's just always, agnosticism. There's yeah, what? Yeah, I feel like that like you like just saying that is that's what it is. It's like we'll never know everything. End of statement. Cuz like all the stuff you said yeah, about that's true. We will never know we will never know everything, but we will know some things. And one thing I think that we can say is that there uh there there is no god. Yeah, I mean I and it's Yeah. I don't and, know if we like can I, say that though, really. But here, here's the thing, like, it, I, it's funny because I find it so hard to talk about because I also, I, I believe what you said, <laughs> like, I believe in atheism, but I just, but I, I just recognize it as a belief. So that's different than knowledge. And then, so that's why I won't, I'll never put myself as a staunch atheist because it's the same thing as being a staunch, because certain, I've had these conversations with religious people. Oh, and incidentally, I had some Jehovah's Witnesses come to my door the other day and nice. uh, the guy was like, I'm handing out some literature. And I was like, oh, I'm an atheist. And uh, and he's like, oh, really? And I was like, actually, I'm more of an agnostic. <laughs> and, and but I but I always start with the atheist point because that's what I believe. Uh, but then my 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 logical rational stance is like, but there's just so much we don't know. Um, I also find it interesting, and this is just a little bit of wait. Uh, did, a did, bit about, did, did you let him in after that, or did he walk away? Um, no, well, the thing is, I've read one of their books before because I, I worked with someone who was a Jehovah's Witness and they, and she was, you know, talking about all this. Yeah, I just um, want to know what happened if, if, you know. They well, I read one of the, the thing is, it's so unconvincing. The, like, if you at all, if you have any knowledge of science or a, lo- a scientific process or a logical mind for that matter, you can't be convinced by, uh, religion. It has to be based on this faith, this unquestioning, unskeptical faith. And I can't do that. I'm not capable of doing that. I need proof. I'm a skeptic by nature. I think everyone should be skeptical by nature. So I just can't do it. But I read one of their books and it was total, total nonsense like i mean and i just want to make clear because croft keeps bringing it back up it's like i i totally I agree with you on everything you you, you said because like the, the the traditional stories of god is this kind of like looks like a man with the beard you know making stuff like that i think there's so much evidence to say that that's not true uh but it's just and i don't think there's like, no more not, evidence to say that's not true than to say that there is any sort of god like i mean like that there's no evidence to say that's not true if, if if you're saying that there's if we don't know everything you know it could be but, like but in, in, when you get in, when you get into de- it's like when you start thinking you know there's scientific views and then you got to start thinking about like philosophical things like 
you know, the, the fact that we're we're animals, we acknowledge we're animals, and and we're looking through, the, we're looking at the universe through a lens, right? A lens of perception, um, the way our brain processes things. That that's a lens that skews something. Now we're we're pretty rational, and I think we take for granted that we're very intelligent. We know a lot of things, uh, but there's obviously limitations to what we can perceive. And I feel like part like that goes inherent with the with the agnosticism, being that like there just may be things we're unaware of. You know, there's constantly new discoveries in science which is why i love science you know learning things about different types of energy or dark matter things we didn't know existed before and those things aren't god uh but they're things we didn't know and we continue to learn like i believe in science (laughs) because it's a it's a it's a journey it's a process uh but atheism is a stance and i feel like that's why i'm like even though i believe in it i feel like it's just it's a stance, and I think it's like you know. I think you can well, see athe- where I'm leaning. Atheism to is the absence of belief that any de- deities exist. Like it's not a belief; it's the absence of belief. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's another way to look at it. It's also you could also easily word that it's it's also the belief that there are no deities or no god. Yeah, it's the I, same. I, it's I, the semantics, I, but it's the same meaning. No, it's not because see, this is it again. I return to this that like like. This is all being created. The idea of God, the idea of this has all been created by us, by humans. And, and then for, for it to be like, it to be like, oh, it's, you know, it's just your opinion that there is, there is no God. It's also my opinion that there's no Santa Claus. Oh, well, you can't really prove that. I mean, like it, it, but you I find. To- I find it I find it very frustrating. I mean like it's it's an endless loop. You're absolutely right in what you're saying. I cannot prove definitively there is no god, but it and it's more than a belief and like I and you're going to say, "Oh, you're you're just like a, a religious person when you say you know, but I know that there's no god." Like I, and and I mean, I think as soon as you start questioning that knowledge and being like oh maybe there is a god it's because you're buying into a storyline that was created through generations and the basic human yearning human yearning to for some something anything after after death you know and and i just i like i know i know it's your characterizing i'm not i'm not saying that like i don't think there's an afterlife i don't think there's a god i just think there's stuff i don't know um, and, and that's, that's different. Like, cause yeah. I mean, I think I, you're like, yeah, go ahead, Bo. Well, I was just going to say, I think I, we need to bring this, uh, agnostic versus atheist. You're both going to hell. <laughs> Let's put a close. No, there's, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you're both going to hell. We're going to your Jewish hell, Bo. My, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm a, no, I'm an atheist, not my Jewish hell. Where did that come from? Because you're, you're like, if and you're what the hell is this? There, there's a Jewish hell, like they're segregated there too. Your last name is Schwartz. Yeah, it's a German word for black. It's I know it's what? common. It's 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 a, it's a I'm, I'm German. I'm not uh, I'm German d- descended from Germany. I'm not Jewish. But why? Why did you try and circumcise me the other day? Uh, yeah. Let's not talk about that on the air. That's private Crofton and Bow business. Um, oh, I no, I, uh, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. It, I, actually, it's funny because I remember asking this of my dad. And we'll, we'll get back to atheism in a second, but this is interesting. Just that um, I was like, Dad, you know, you're always espousing Christianity. I think maybe we're Jewish. Like I, whenever I watch a TV show, there's all kinds of Schwartzes, and I'm learning that they're all Jewish. What's the deal? And I actually met someone who was studying history when I was at Queens, and I was like postulating this theory that maybe somehow we forgot we were Jewish. <laughs> 
<laughs> at some point. And she said, well, no, actually during, you know, uh, the events leading up to World War II and World War II and all that kind of stuff, um, often, you know, Jewish families would change their last names to conceal themselves. And so popular ones like Birnbaum, things like that. And Schwartz was one of them. It was a common German last name. So uh, that explains that. In my hmm, mind, as far as I know. So really, it's actually a sense of, you know, a lot of Jewish names were taken on to help, uh, you know, avoid persecution. But anyways, back to the atheism thing. You're both going to hell. So whether or not it's, you know, the finer points of you don't believe in superpower gods or any other sort of spiritual system, or you're leaving the door open and saying, I want to believe. I know there's something out there. Or well, I feel like there's something out there. But, uh, you know, not enough for me to actually devote uh, faith or go to church or do any of the activities associated with that religion or to get any spiritual value from it. Um, to me, is the same thing, and at least in the more uh, hardline religions, you're going to hell, um, and in some of the softer ones, you're just a misguided soul, and you know, boohoo for you. But um, you know, uh, whether we're, we're we're sort of reviewing whether or not atheism is good, bad, or bullshit, right? Like, what's the take on it? Um, and I got to say that uh, I don't know. I think it's more commonly accepted now, but I do have a memory of being like in fourth grade and telling my my, my classmates, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. And then, you know, like six or seven of them descended upon my desk and surrounded me, uh, the heretic, and was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't believe in God. Uh, you, when you die, you're just going six you know, feet beneath the earth. And they're like, you're going to hell. And they, they, they persecuted me in class, actually. Was, I mean, it's not like getting burned at the stake. But, um, uh, you know, and, and that what really uh, resolved it in my mind at the time is that one memory that I still have from like grade four or grade three um, – of being persecuted for my non-belief. Um, and, you know, people who would say things like that in centuries past would get killed or would be punished or would be exiled. It's true. Um, you know, so thank, thank, I was about to say thank God. <laughs> but <laughs> thank God we live in a time where I don't have to believe in God. Um, but, and, yeah. yeah, you know, it's okay. so that's awesome. But, uh you know, I th yeah, I'm sort of I'm sort of meandering now, but I think what I wanted to say was that um, I think you know religious belief does encourage that kind of thinking, and it makes uh, makes there's us and the other, and that's a lot of what leaves distaste in my mouth about religion is that others tend to be ostracized, excommunicated. Um, I'm not saying in all religions, but in many religions, especially the monotheistic ones. Uh, which are the most popular ones. Oh, I had another thing I want to add because we're going through my life history here, but there was a time where I tried to adopt, uh, I tried to become Muslim or arguably maybe I was a part of the Muslim faith for a little while. Of course, it was about a girl and I'm not going to get into it, but I did read the Quran and I wanted to believe in it. And at the time I thought I did. And But looking back on it and what I read in the Quran, and, um, you know, I hope I don't get any <laughs> death threats from any Muslims or whatever, but that book is fucked up. <laughs> and, you know, there's some good stuff in there, don't get me wrong, but there's some really whack sexist shit in there and stuff about, you know, slaves. And when they're talking about slaves in the Quran, they're talking about Jews. Um, it's awful. It's, it's awful. Thank you. It's actually horrible. I'm sorry, but I read the book and I'm like, there's horrible stuff in there. And it's a sin, of course, I think, to edit it. Um, even to draw pictures of it. I know in, in Islam, like to draw a picture of Muhammad is very disrespectful and hell worthy. Um, so, you know, that's new, just, though. 
Oh, I don't know how new that is. No, it's it's new because I, I took a course in university about uh, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam and their kind of origins and when uh, and when they kind of intermingled a lot in the Middle Ages. And I, they showed in in the class pictures of Mo- of Muhammad, and they were they were done uh, like within the first uh, century or two after the development of Islam. And so that's just like a new construct. But that just goes to show you that even these religions that say they're based in stone. They still meander and change, and things happen. I guess and, so. Yeah, I mean they're they're not they're not written in stone. That's the joke, right? I guess like the but, book is the word of God. I'm like, uh, yeah, the word of God has modified. Gents, yes, yeah. sir. Can can I can I jump in briefly? You guys are talking about organized religion, which I think we are going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, on no, How are you going to not talk about it? <laughs> these things are conne- are connected. I feel like you have to. Because because one thing about atheism, to go back to atheism, is it is kind of a response to religion. And I think that... Oh, it um, is, for I sure. Th- and I think that its role there is very valuable, whether whether you hate atheists or, or are an atheist. Its role there is, is huge, because if we didn't have it, um, we'd have <laughs> even bigger issues than we currently have facing uh, the role of organized religion, which we'll get into another time. But its response there is for sure important. Like, like it, it needs to exist as a juxtaposition to theocratic or uh, ways of thinking. So uh, it's definitely important, and I think it's, it's led us to secularism, which is – which has been huge for um, you know a lot of the West being as developed as it is. So there's there's, there's tons of problems. I, I mean, I could go on about this. This is something I like talking about, and I could talk for another hour, as I'm sure both of you guys could as well. And I have more things I want to say, but should we try to get to verdict? Nah, just yeah, going, I, I think we. This probably... is our show about this is our show about atheism. Let's get it all out there. I'm, well, I, I, I keep going. Um, I yeah, want to hear. I only, it, well, no, I, I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I feel like we, we've all made the good points, and we could make more because um, I think we're getting a bit off topic when we start talking about uh, religion and say uh, spirituality um, and that type of thing. But, but I feel like uh, let, let's let's cast our verdicts, and then we can we can say a little thing about it. All right, sure. Yeah? I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, atheism is good. It is uh, it, it's good for for all the reasons I mentioned. For the reason Mike just mentioned, in that it offers a counterpoint balance to uh, to the organized religions, but also uh, in that it's good uh, in in such a way that I feel, as I touched on uh, throughout the podcast, that if religion didn't exist, everybody would be atheist. Uh, you know, they, they're, if no, if, if there, if it didn't need to be a counterpoint, by default, we would all be atheists, and um, and I find that that's what that's what differentiates it. It is a counterpoint. It's a reaction to uh, to something that that has been crafted over millennia, and a basic human need is being fulfilled through uh, these religions and, and this belief in in higher power. And I just think that uh, that at, at if if you look at if you look at at, at what we know, and uh, uh, while we don't know everything about everything, the one thing that I am I'm comfortable in saying that I'm an atheist, and I'm comfortable in saying that atheism as a as a construct is a good thing. Mike, I want you to go first. Okay, uh, atheism is good. I, I, and I bet Croft and scratching his head, saying why I didn't say it was bullshit. <laughs> uh, I think I think I think I might see it. I think Crofton does too. I was I, 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 I do. Huh? I'll, 
I'll let you. I'll let you go. It's your verdict, but I, I, I'm not surprised that you said that it was good. Yeah, well, I think it's good for all the reasons you said, Croft, and I agree with 100. percent And 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 I come back and say, like, I am a believing atheist. <laughs> I just, I still think, you know, I, I think I made my points already. I would just like to add one point about kind of being a spiritual atheist, because what uh, what always bugs me when I have identified as more atheist and. It's really where I am as an, as an agnostic as well. People will be like, oh, you know, you have no spirituality. You know, it's just such a stagnant, harsh, rational existence. Isn't it boring? And all, and all I would say to that is that, is that I, I feel like a spiritual a- atheist uh, because when you look at science, when you start to get into like to like the origins of like evolution and 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 how solar systems form and and how galaxies form and and you think about all that and you think about all of that history coming together and the fact that we are able to be sitting here talking to each other you know three individuals um over the airways with technology that we've created the fact that that is possible out of chance and an alignment of things and evolution and other forces and factors that science has done a pretty good job explaining is amazing and i feel that when and i feel like i'm in awe of that and i'm in awe of the universe and i think a lot of atheists are and people don't give them credit for being spiritual but i think it really is a sense of awe that goes with atheism and i'll give it credit for that too so it's not this stark rational whatever it's also this like this wonder sense of wonder in the universe and atheism offers to me a lot more of that then does religion and that's almost why it's more appealing as a belief system as well yeah. but so that's my last little bit on that all right uh after listening to you guys talk for the past you know 40 minutes and me barely able to get a word in edgewise <laughs> i gotta say that atheism's bullshit <laughs> and um it's really frustrating listening to you guys try to to, to <laughs> make a distinction between agnosticism and atheism uh, but, uh, you know, now that it's my turn to talk, I am going to say that, uh, um, for most of my life, I spent it being an atheism or at least having that influence in my life. And I am an atheist, um, and I will remain so I believe for the rest of my days. Um, but, uh, I gotta say being an atheism is kind of bullshit, uh, from the perspective of it's like being that person that's always, uh, you know, well, we can't do that, and no, this doesn't exist, and, you know, this isn't there. Like, you're kind of the person that's saying not and doing anything proactive to help or to contribute or to do something. Pretty much your stance is, uh, no, you know, no. Like, you're that guy or the girl, and um, that's kind of stupid. Like, it's not, you know, it's not, I, I give a lot of good reviews on the show, apparently, so, you know, the philosophical standpoint of an atheist is kind of a wet blanket one, and so it's not cool. Um, you say that, but but did you just listen to my verdict? You know, the I did. Of all? Yeah, no, there's because I feel like that's a counterpoint like, to what you're just saying. But you can have that. I, I'm sure there are religious and spiritual individuals who also have that sense of awe about the universe who don't feel that they have to be atheist or don't feel that atheism helps in that regard at all. Um, so, you know, like I'm an atheist and I believe in it and I think it's a good thing for the most part, but you know, just mainly the fact that it's, uh, it's a standpoint of, of saying just no to something that makes, you know, it's not the kind of positive proactive thing that I generally, you know, sort of like and appreciate. So I can't really say, uh, I'd like to be the one finding out the answers, but I'm not finding out the answers. I'm just saying, eh, there's no God guys, just chill out. 
<laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and, and not contributing anything of value at the same time. You know, uh, it's not like I am a scientist either. So I don't know. I, I think I, I think I've conveyed my meaning about it, but uh, it was also mainly to do with the fact that you guys were arguing over the distinction between Gnosticism and atheism. And in my mind, they're virtually the same thing. I know they're, I don't want to reopen pretty, it. They're pretty similar. I don't want to reopen it. You've had what to say what you've had to say on it, but I just want to say like, the, you know, you're both going to hell and, um, <laughs> That's all no, we're not. It doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, just uh, Crofton's yeah. going to hell. That's fine. We can agree on yeah. that. And and also, I just want the record to state I disagree entirely with both <laughs> verdict know. and also with the reasons that he presented, which are almost all ridiculous. Um, but but uh, but that said, gents, I felt that that was a, a spirited one. Very good. I'd like to it give kudos to, to Mike for uh, handling three atheists and providing a good counterpoint there to get really, really good discussion going. Because honestly, uh, I, when, when the topic came out of the machine, I was like, man, what are three atheists going to just circle jerk about how great atheism is? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's, that's like, that's the one thing that I will say about that Richard Dawkins guy he said atheists are like cats. Like the thing about religious people is you can get them on board in a common ground, you know. Hey, God, you like God? I like God. Hooray! Um, you get three atheists in a room, and they're all like, uh, "No, your idea of atheism isn't correct. Actually, it's you know this is atheism, and it differs this way from God." And we're all like, "We don't want to see each other anymore. We're arguing," and so you know, atheism kind of sucks that way too. It's it's, it's certainly an interesting. It's an it's a good topic and one that we all clearly have a lot of uh, opinions on. Um, one thing that I think is linked to this is, is the idea of skepticism, and uh, and I think you know all of us have a healthy each of us has a healthy dose of skepticism. And I just read this really interesting article uh, posted on Facebook by James Randi, noted skeptic and magician, uh, who's awesome by the way. Uh, and, <laughs> he is a magician. Yeah, he's a, he's an awesome magician because he's like he he debunks magicians who say they have magical powers because he's like he can do all the same tricks, but he's like I'm just a trickster. He's like it's not, but. Anyways, if you don't know who Randy James Randy is, look him up. He's awesome. And um, but any but in any case, like uh, um, yeah, I feel like I feel like we could all talk about this for a long more. And there's a lot more to be said on this topic as it delves into stuff like philosophy, what's a construct of humanity, what isn't. Um, because we're always going to get into that where it's like uh, everything's a construct. But there's let's a lot of day. material out there to read about atheism. There certainly is, but it's good, good, engrossing conversation for All right. sure. Well, I want to take a quick jaunt over to the mailbag there, guys. So, alrighty. Here. Yeah, I know it's a pretty rough segue, but that's what we're going to do. This is a quick message from my mom here. Uh, she says, uh, Hi, I was thinking what a nice bunch of guys Hi, boys, you are. Mom. Yeah. Hi, mom. Uh, she was saying, hi, I was thinking what a nice bunch of guys you are. Maybe you need someone not so nice and strongly opinionated on the show as a guest. Just a suggestion. What do you guys not think of that? So, nice. so maybe you need a someone not so cowl. nice and strongly opinionated. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my dad. Yeah, we actually, that's a good suggestion. We do want to have a guest on the show. But I will say that um, to the listeners as well, uh, we're having a hard time getting guests. A lot of people cite the reason that they don't like the sound of their own voice and they're a little shy about being on the show. And we have a few ideas of people that are guests. And so if you're one of the people we know or if you think you have someone that's uh, interested in contributing, we'd like to do some kind of a guest segment at some point. So send us your ideas or reach out to us because I think we do need another voice on the show. It can get kind of... Um, you know, and it's just Crofton and Mike all the time. It's like, ah, I just want that, that fourth voice. So I don't know who that might be. But if you're someone listening and thinks they can contribute, it might be interesting to have you call in to the show. All right. So, uh, or 
Or we could replace Bo as the third voice. You guys can vote for that on our website. No, that's a lie. You can't, you can't vote for it. And we have to keep Bo because he does all the work. Also, uh, I will say uh, in response to your mom's question, I do appreciate uh, her her feedback i think it is interesting and i think you see a lot of these reality shows i made the joke about us needing a simon cowell where they put in a personality just to be somewhat more antagonistic i think in in our case what's what's we we sort of want to promote uh, natural conversation between the three of us and that sort of thing. So to get somebody who's antagonistic, we would literally have to recruit a dickhead. Uh, so well. no, no, it's so, kind of no, no. it's kind of true. You wouldn't want you wouldn't want somebody just to put on an air of being a jerk just for the just to just to like sabotage <laughs> things or whatever. No, no, like, no, that's not, I just don't think that's, that's a good way healthy. to recruit people either. It's like, uh, hi, we're looking for a dickhead for the show. No, you I know. But God? Least, Perfect. You're, you're, you're right. You're right, Crofton. And it's really nice. Your, your mom says that we're all that we're such nice guys. I think we are nice guys. And I think that also when we approach most topics, we try to give them a fair shake. And I think that that's part of the conversation is talking these things out and give, giving things a fair hearing. And, uh, and maybe we, we do say most things are, many things are good. Uh, but, um, I think that's just, that's just who, we, who, who we are. And, uh, I don't feel the need to get someone on who's going to just be a contrarian for the sake of it either. Yeah. Such an atheist always saying no. Well, then we're, because we're going to get someone on and they're going to be nice and give it a fair shake too. And it's just going to be, uh, four of us, but I would like to have a guest on the show just because it's nice to hear another perspective as well. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should have someone not, not maybe nice. we maybe we could get somebody super obnoxiously nice, and then it would make us look like assholes. We should also try to get uh, a female voice on the show because uh, definitely pretty heavy on the testosterone around here, and I say that loosely because I don't think any of us are very macho. But uh, you know what, what I are mean. You talking <laughs> about? I'm macho. Yeah. I I have a penis. Thank you, yeah. Crofton. That, that doesn't mean macho. Having a penis is not yeah. a prerequisite. Well, doesn't it's probably a requisite, but it's certainly not qualifying ability. Or all right, just on, on yeah. the yeah. live all right. So we'll that. take your comments under consideration there. Thank you for that, Mom. Um, and we appreciate it. All right. So uh, let's. Uh, if you want to email us with your thoughts, opinions, or, or you want to just uh, tell us what your verdict was on a particular show, you can email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. Uh, you want if you want to subscribe to our show, I recommend you visit our website at gbbpodcast.com. That's the acronym for good, bad, or bullshit. Podcast.com. There you can find links to subscribe over iTunes, over Stitcher, the RSS feed, or just join us on the live stream if you push the live stream button. Um, all right, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, Crofton, if uh, our listeners want to find out more about you and see what you're up to on the internet, uh, where can they follow you? They can follow me at Crofton Steers on the Twitter. All right. And, uh, Michael, if, uh, you know, our listeners are interested in finding more about you, where can they follow you? They can follow me on my journey to try to understand the universe in a deeper way. Uh, or they can just follow you to, <laughs> follow you to atheist hell. Um, that's true too <laughs> and uh, you can follow me at Bo Schwartz alright I want to thank everyone for listening and I want to thank you Mike and you Crofton for being such excellent and fine co-hosts uh, as are you Bo, Bo. as yeah. are you yeah. I'm not supposed to use the word co-host uh, podcasting partners <laughs> <laughs> compatriots <laughs> compatriots, comrades alright, comrades. Yeah, thanks very so much true. and uh, we'll see you on the next one see you guys Say next bye, time guys. Screw you guys, I'm going home.
happy to talk about this more. It's more that I have a BSG date with uh, hey, Andrea. Wanna- hey, Mike, yeah. I just got one one question before you go. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't have a question. I was just trying to use up more of your time. Okay, see you later. <laughs>